welcome back to Two Kims One Pod. I'm Peter Kim, and I'm Unji Kim, and this is the only podcast left in the world. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> um, Unji, I have so much to catch you up on. This has been a crazy week. It's been your birthday as well, so yeah, I know sure. you got into it. Yeah. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm sure it doesn't feel that special because, you know, it's like not a milestone birthday. And once no. you get to those decades, because we just turned 40, mm-hmm. so... After the decade one, you just kind of like lay low for a while and you want to kind of disappear and not, you don't want attention on you. Yes, I want a nun. I don't want, I don't need to celebrate this. I don't need to celebrate. (laughs) I'm not celebrating. It just is. I'm not, I'm not like worried about getting older. I don't care about it. It's just more like. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's just, who cares? Yeah, another year. Yeah, it's just like, why are we making a big deal out of this? Exactly. It feels like less and less of a big deal to have a birthday. It's like, Absolutely. bitch, okay, you made it. Great. Okay. T- let me know on. when you die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the death day is the most important thing now that we look forward to except for like the big decades like 50 60 absolutely. yeah yeah. those i'm gonna like go you know you i know you are gonna go absolutely the fuck off at 50 like i yes. could just imagine you like you're gonna go i i'm already thinking about it because my 40 wasn't what i wanted absolutely yeah yeah you know, mm-hmm. and I'm at peace with it. And that's a part of being 40 is like being at peace with where your life is and no longer being thirsty right. all forward to what I'm going to be talking about. But um, <laughs> the thirst remains. And um, I'm parched. But I mean, for I'm me, parched. <laughs> parched nation rise up. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> I never act like I've ever been anywhere before. Um, so here we go. It's time. To get into the highlights and lowlights of our week, it's uh, in a very special sexy segment called Rock Hard Tops and Soft Flaccid Bottoms. Uh, I'm going to start with my top this week, which I usually don't, but Mm -hmm. um, it's I have a reason why. So my well, I have a top 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 tippity top top top, which we're not even going to get into because I'm still processing. Which was Beyonce. Yes. Oh my God! You were there. Ascended. You were there. You were there. Okay, I was was, was on B Day. It was it was the celebrity moment of of the year. When I tell you, I was so absolutely disgusted. An hour and fifteen minutes in, from sitting in my seats, when people started screaming. And shouting at the top of their lungs for not only Kris Jenner, but her progeny. Sure. Kim Kardashian. Sure. Khloe Kardashian, who okay. looks like a blonde chupa chup. Chupa chup! I don't. A chupa chup. I haven't thought about a chupa chup in such a minute. Wow. Bitch. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. A throwback bobblehead <laughs> is what we, I don't know what's happening with Chloe, but somebody needs to talk to her. Reach out. She looks reach out crazy. Oh really? And I'm not talking about like, girl, you look psycho. You're so hot. Like, no, she looks absolutely like a different human being. Ooh. I'm worried about her. Oh, I know she doesn't need me to be worried about. It. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. I it, first thing I thought. Tootsie Pop. Like truly, I was like, that's a charms. <laughs> she's got a good she's got a bubble gum in the middle. Like she is <laughs> to go from I'm chupa chup. A chupa chup is different than a blow pop. Was she blow pop or she chupa chup? Um somewhere in the middle, I would okay. say. Okay. But very skinny, big old head. Okay. Because the head that no matter how much weight you lose, the head, the head size gives it away. The head doesn't lie. It gives you away, bitch. The head does never lies. The, the head, head does not lie. They say the body keeps score. The head, bitch. The head knows the whole fucking bracket, the whole competition, the tournament. It's and keeping all the And that's the why I, do, I really don't try to get too skinny because I know my bobblehead situation would be upsetting for people. I don't understand I do how you. you would get skinnier. You, uh, you have no... You have like 1% body fat. You're like skin and bones and a mouthful of teeth. That's I will <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk about Sorry to read you so early in the morning at 9 a.m., but I just got to say that out loud. I was, uh, I just, I'll, I'll talk about this, but I went, I, 
it's so funny because yes i just went to the king's mud okay go go go, go on okay we gotta go into yeah, it yeah. um all right so beyonce was incredible minus all the celebrity nonsense minus sure. also oh i gotta saw this out because i felt so motherfucking aggravated for the queen beyonce herself mm. i can't even say queen for the space goddess she yes. is herself mm-hmm. it, she not only had these celebrities come in, whatever, whatever, who cares, but she had Diana Ross, the original doll, the original Supreme, exactly. the original pop R&B Icon. crossover yes. star yes. to the come template. out. To, the, a template. The bar. Yeah. Alien superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she, she, Diana Ross comes and she shows up. And sings happy birthday to Beyonce. Incredible. But she has a guest mic because no other show she has this, right? Yeah. The show you went to, she didn't have any like guests come out. Like no, she no, don't no, need no, no guests. No, no. She's it's not, Beyonce. She's, no, she's not. We're the guest. She's the host. We're the guest. Yeah, we're the yes. guest. Yes. We're taking our shoes off. Exactly. And eating everything she's giving us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she, um, Diana Ross came out and her mic was off. Shut up. So she's talking, singing. And the mic's off. And everyone's like, what's happening? Ooh. And then it finally turns back on Somebody when got Beyonce, fired. Run, Beyonce ran out, hugged her, and was like, oh, my God. You know, acting like a surprise, yeah. but obviously it yes. just was planned. Of course. But, and she said, thank you for being here. And she gave this, like, emotional kind of moment about how she sacrificed so much. Like, without yes. her, Beyonce could not exist. Absolutely. Like, you, you paved the way. You are the icon. You are the template. She is. She was, like, giving it up to her. Mm-hmm. And she was so sweet. We all sang happy birthday and it was great. And then towards the end, if you know the concert slash the album, America has a problem. Yes. Penultimate situation. And none other than Kendrick Lamar. You called it. Yes, you called it. Yeah. I called it. Yes, you did. I motherfucking called it. You did. You called it. No one believed me. And everyone's like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. He came out, did his verse. Silent. What? The mic was cut off again. The guest mic was off again. Somebody's head better be on a motherfucking pike right now because this was Beyonce's birthday and she not only never has guests, she had her icon and the LA icon himself mm-hmm. slash Peabody award winning Pulitzer, 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 Pulitzer. Pulitzer, a rapper. I, I, just philosopher of our time, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar silenced by bad stage managing i was so upset i was like i was screaming i mean i was screaming i i i'm Who's sorry on the board uh, who fell asleep who fell asleep at the board who was on the mic who had the headphones Who's on the mic whose headphones need to, need to be hang, hung up and hanged hung up and hanged because and i'm 100 percent certain that beyonce fired both everybody everybody affiliated they better be they wouldn't they better never work again. Complicity is okay. is yeah. You're you're guilty by association. I was so fucking mad. Anyway. That's crazy. Besides that, yeah. it was an incredible experience. I can't even go into what I watched. It was just pure joy. I was dancing for 3 hours straight. I've never danced that much in my life. And yeah, and luckily they I don't know how this happened. It must have been a mistake, but my tickets were in the wheelchair section. <gasps> so you're handicapped. And, <laughs> my head, I, I have a, my head is disabled. Uh, like, the brain does not support, work. He can't support this. He must be in a chair. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there were no, um, it, it, you know, handicapped people or wheelchair accessible yeah. people there. So we were, we had all this space. You had the like handicap stall. Dance the handicap yes. stall. We had the stall and no handicapped person rolled in, giving you their bad eye. Yes. And also, these like basic ass bitches kept coming up to us, like vaguely Eastern European, would be like, can we stand here? Can we, can we stand here? Can stand? And I was just like, no, I didn't. I was like, um, I, I, sure, you could do whatever you want, but like, if they come around and check your tickets, do not squeal on me. Yeah, I didn't. You don't know me. I don't know you. Stand here, dance if you want. Like, I don't care. Just don't tell them you're with us because we're not with you. Excuse me, Natasha. Lift, I don't know you. 
Yes. <laughs> okay, Svetlana, keep it pushing. Svet. But she. <laughs> Ivanka, <laughs> go upstairs. And she, um, and then f- not five minutes later, the people came around. They were like, can I see your tickets? And she was like, oh, um, we're hanging out. And she's like looking at me. And I just went, I just looked the other way. <laughs> um, but besides those three things, it was such a great experience. That was my top, top, top. The second top, I will briefly mention because it's actually a bottom. Um, I happened to... This is so disgusting to say, but a video of mine that I posted went viral. Ooh. Yes. And the fact that you don't know about it shows you how not viral it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we, my friend Mike, and it was also your birthday, but my yeah. friend Mike and I, and it's also a very gay thing. Like in the gay talk, gay okay. TikTok, this is blown up. So do you know in gay TikTok, the Mean Gays yes. series? Yes. Okay. So the Mean Gays series has been out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, it's just these two comedy gays. I think they're in Atlanta. And they play these stereotypical mean cunty gays. Mm-hmm. And they like, you know, like make comments about you walking by in a stroller or whatever. Yes. They're you know? really reading you. They're reading <clears throat> mean gays, a very specific type of uh Affluent, good-looking, white gay. It's very fit. Yes, fit gays. Yes, who um, walk around making passive-aggressive comments about Mm -hmm. your life. Absolutely. So it's a sat. It's social satire. Mm -hmm. They're poking fun. Now they did a video called uh, "The Mean Gays Invite You Over for Some Fun." Yes. Right. So grinder hookup situation. And these are all POV videos. So they're talking straight to the camera Mm -hmm. as if they're talking to you, the viewer. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is where I think um, the pro- there was a problem with this video, okay? Okay. Um, I thought it was very funny. Yes. And like, huh, yeah, that does happen. But mm-hmm. I just didn't, it felt very, all of their videos, this is the, the vibe of their video is very like not big, not obviously comedy. Sure. It's very like toned down, grounded. Mm-hmm. Even the little jokes they say are not even jokes. They're like slight, you know, like soft shade. You know what I mean? It's like, it's for very example, true the video to, like. It's really true to life. Real it's life. True. Yeah. yeah. The only reason why Which you would know is, it's comedy is because of the rhythm of what they're saying. Because of the yeah. context. Yes. yes. And, and the fact that they said the mean gays. Like, who would call themselves the mean gays? Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, it's great satire. I love it. Um, but it started over the over last week getting dragged. Oh. The fuck. It has, like, 12 million views on Instagram, mm-hmm. 6 million, 10 million views on TikTok. Like, big video started mm-hmm. getting dragged by mostly POC mm-hmm. gays. Okay. Um, say the problem with America. This, there you go. <laughs> yes, America does have a problem. Yes, and it's brown queers. Yeah, and <laughs> no, the brown queers, the colorful queers, came out and said, "Hey, this is fucking triggering." Yeah, because this is something that has happened to us mm-hmm. many, many, many times. Okay, and this is a, a, a acerbic, fucked up experience, right? And they started going, boo, fuck you, fuck you. Even knowing that it was satire, people didn't care. People were like, I don't want to see it on my timeline. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like too triggering. You know, it's like almost if a guy, a straight male, did a satire piece about harassing women. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. something that's triggering for women, but it's like, no, I'm pointing it out. But it's like, I don't need you to point that out. Like you are the face of the aggressor. I don't need you to do a satire piece on sexual harassing women. Like, Hey, isn't this bad? You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the response from the queer community. Right. Okay. And yeah. So like, and a lot of the internet is taken out of context, right? They're seeing like duets and stitches of this thing so they don't know that these are comedians or whatever the thing is and it just so happens that they're both white fit hot 
So like, I think the internet kind of got like confused. Sure. The problem like, with virility. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Everything's taken out of context. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone's like resharing it, etc. Mm-hmm. Right. So my friend Mike Milan and I were like, we we were like, oh, let's do videos. Like, let's just we have our days free, so let's just get together and like pump out videos. Mm-hmm. And the first video we thought of was like, okay, this mean gay thing, it's getting dragged online. Why don't we just do our version of what happens at a hookup, right? Yeah. Like, we're just the fucking thirsty gays. Mm-hmm. And we're while the mean gays are like, ugh, why is he here? Why won't he leave? This kind of thing. Yeah. Our thing was like, oh my God, why won't he stay? He's trying to leave. Let's get him to stay. You know? So like, sure. it's just like our version of that. And a- apparently it hit a nerve. Sure. And it went viral and people are like, oh my God, this is so amazing. What a, like everyone keeps calling it wholesome content. <laughs> and, yeah, and I reply with the word, like the H-O-L-E, wholesome. And <laughs> so why this was a bottom was two things. The original creator reached out to me immediately, immediately and said, and I'm paraphrasing yeah. here. This is the funniest part about the whole mean gay thing because, like, they're making fun of mean gays, right? Yes. But the it's it seems like a huge portion of the TikTok audience that don't like them. Sure. Don't like them for portraying those people because they okay. can't like see the difference between the satirist and the person, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. So, but then that person messages me immediately and i'm telling you this was at like nine thousand views okay like nothing you know what i mean like yeah yeah. that's not not, nothing but like yeah i mean that's not a viral viral by any means yeah and he was he goes and it came into my ig mention ig requests Mm -hmm. you know like when someone doesn't follow you or know you and it came into an ig request and says paraphrasing here um i know the internet is a gray area for plagiarism, but as a writer creator yourself, you must understand that I've taken painstaking time to construct these jokes and you took them word by word, joke by joke. And I don't think you need to take the video down, but you should be crediting us. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, are you serious? <laughs> Literally, I was like the girl from the ring. Like, I came yeah. out of the TV like, what? Like, I, why did I put my glasses back? Are you serious? Um, Unji, I, I need to text, oh, my phone's recording, so I can't. I ha- I'm going to text you the screenshot. Okay. So imagine my butthole just completely collapsing inward, going, <gasps> what? By, mind you, this person has a million followers on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, she's a sensation. This thing has gone viral. There has, there's how articles on gay blogs yeah. about their video. And, and so now, what was, what was he <laughs> looking for? That your video even came up at 9,000 no, fucking views. His friend sent it to him. His, he, he, his first thing was, hey, my friend just sent me your TikTok. Oh, and then in the middle of the video, you know what it's in, in the message, you know what it says? This is so funny. And I'm sure, let me tell you, I might be taking this completely out of context because it is in text, right? But in the middle, it says... Um, your your characters are, are very funny. I'm sure if you really thought about it, you can think of better ways to take these characters in other funny places. And then in, at the end, it says, if in the future, if you are going to do these characters and if you're going to make fun of us, please don't do a joke by joke and put them in other situations that I'm sure you can come up with. And then the last line was, thank you for understanding. And then this emoji, the pray emoji. Thank you for understanding Prey Emoji is truly the most patronizing, aggressive thing to end. <laughs> so fucking <laughs> problematic. Thank you for understanding. Thank you and goodbye. That, and this is why, and this is like, this just proves 
why they're getting all this hate. Because, like, they put out a piece of satire, but, like, there's something in the delivery, hun, where you're not hiding the fact that you are actually these people. Yes. Like, the audience is smarter than you. Yes. You know what I mean? Context or not, like, if I'm watching you be cunty and I can't tell you're joking, the delivery's off. Something's off here. That's crazy. That's okay, crazy. So, That's yes. crazy. Yes. That's crazy. Like crazy. For immediate a, bottom. Immediate immediate bottom. Oh also wait, wait. So where's the video at? How many views right now? Like six hundred K. Oh, so it's like fully viral. Like, that's so exciting. Good for you. Also, insane for this person who is an internet creator to not understand how internet virility and etiquette, parody and internet, like, etiquette works. Like, I literally wrote back. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. You wrote back. I wrote back. I said, I am so sorry. You are right. I should give you guys credit. I was so stupid to think that there w- the credit was not needed because it was so obvious of a parody yes. of your brilliant work. Prayer emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done the prayer emoji back. But I didn't want to continue the cuntiness online. Like I was like, okay, you're butthurt, clearly. Yes. Because you're getting dragged online or whatever the fuck's happening to your series or whatever this is like i just as a comedian made a comment about what's happening on tiktok like yes and then you came at me with plagiarism and you know what's the worst part of this note the word gray in gray area yeah spelled with an e i said bitch you're american you are from the United States of America, bitch. Okay, and we also, don't do that. I'm gonna take an we airplane. Doing that. I'm taking an aeroplane, and I'm gonna put. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go straight into your comedy mm-hmm. twin towers, and <laughs> and the color, the color, C O L O U color of the sky <laughs> will be red. <laughs> yes, because that's actually. <sighs> I there because the thing is at this point the internet has been around long enough. I I would say that this sort of behavior, this type of like um, a parody, would have been a much more gray, spelled the American way, gray. Ay, bitch. It would have been much more gray. I would say like a decade ago, you know, when like parody right. and these things like felt much like there were way fewer creators. There was like this sort of no one understood the etiquette around like what is here, what per- but with TikTok. No, no, there's no. A, a so you that's a whole danger of putting shit out there. That's 100 percent. Like, I assume that there's going to be a ton of people or with you, you have to assume that people are going to watch our videos and probably rip them off. Like, I recently got a message, a, a, a comment on one of my, um, my videos that this person user was just like, I've definitely heard this before. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> The mo- I-, I deleted it because like it was like me going off crazy. And I was like, this is like a crazy conversation. I don't even want it on my video. And I rarely delete. I, know. I rarely. I, I really- had the same thing. People yeah. come for me for my jokes and they're like, I heard Margaret Cho do this bit. I'm like, no, you know, no, <laughs> no. Like, that's actually racist. It's like, actually racist. For you to say. Yes. I've studied Margaret Cho. Like, Absolutely. And it's like in, in the way that you're thinking that you've definitely heard this. Of course, people have talked about immigrant parents before are you fucking yes, kidding me you like fucking idiot are you are you that's commenting, what's relatable about it are you, you commenting on mark norman's videos loser. being like i've heard about people dating before like yeah. i mean like what are you talking about <laughs> about guys wanting to have sex and girls wanting to talk like oh oh i i've never heard that until andrew <laughs> schultz said it and on his podcast like what are you talking about I mean, Everything has been done. It's our take on it. And that is the grayness of the internet, right? Because like so much of the audience is like only consumes uh, comedy in a very specific way. Then there's like, a whole bunch of other people that consume it in a much more yeah. aggressive way. And then there's people that are just like, it comes across their FYP and there's like, whatever this is, it seems yeah. funny. I mean, the thing even with this video starting to get dragged, it's like it must have reached because when things get that viral, it reaches a part of the internet that is not familiar with this type of content. It must have wound up yeah. going to a different part of gay TikTok that like 
doesn't no, there was a bunch of people saying like what other video are you talking about yes like people didn't know about the original video and then are watching my video before the original video and some people are now coming to my video and going oh i love these guys why are you guys hating on the other ones and then going to watch them and then coming back and be like yeah that was triggering i hated that and then be like please make more of your content and i'm like <laughs> oh okay people but are ricocheting also, People are ricocheting. And also what I'm realizing is that, first of all, a few things I've learned from TikTok virality, especially gay, mm-hmm. gay, is that, <laughs> <laughs> um, number one, most people on TikTok are sweet. Yes. Very sweet, supportive. It's very like, yes, king, go off energy. Because and it's for I, because the algorithm keeps it safe because yes, it's, for it's for the people the ones that who want will yes, love it. yes yes so it's you know you're delivering to your silo which is mm-hmm. whatever great and then there are a tiny fraction that are like go kill yourself you know you look ugly yes and it's like we got to have that because you know yes. how else do you know you're on the internet and then <laughs> pray your hands yes and uh, and then in the middle are a, a really thick section of people. I would say maybe 30-ish percent are here for me, but okay, only to be tribal. As in, oh, I'm all into this, people. I'm all in for this thing. This is my new thing now. Fuck the other guys. Fuck these mean gays. You're way better than the mean gays. This is the content that we should be having. Mean gays should shut down. You guys should, you know, whatever. It's just like, oh, it's immediate in-group, out-group. And this is like, yeah. you're talking about a comedy, like a parody video on a gay TikTok fight. Like, what are we doing? Why are we tribalizing this? This has Go no- outside. Go yeah. outside. Take a walk. For real. That Take a deep breath. The fresh air. Go, go talk to your mother in person or the guy down the street. Check up on a human. What are you doing? Why really- are you making beef? This is so crazy. It's like, it's truly watching gays specifically because we're very like this versus that, mm-hmm. you know, like my queen versus your queen. Like it's very like Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B. Yes. It's like barb behavior. You know, it's very like... 14 year olds drag queen behavior it's like my drag queen versus your drag queen and like we should all go on their tiktok and tell them to kill themselves you know like (laughs) it's very that and i'm like y'all this is not this is under a million video uh, under a million views like for you to behave this like vicious on a video that's under a million views something's something's not right with you like i understand if it's over a million you're like yeah like we're doing it i'm like bitch we're not even at the point yet like and you're going you're already like claiming your sigil with my face on it like that's not what we need (laughs) we don't need that at all and the last thing i've learned is that no matter what asians or asian men that look like me will never be sexualized because i did this video with my friend mike milan and every comment that mm-hmm. is about sexualization is about him and there's it's never about me and there are a lot of like comments because people assume we're a couple too yeah like, and there's so many comments like oh so annoying where why like every gay couple on the internet there's one hot one and one fugly one <laughs> and me and mike are going in there going name names <laughs> <laughs> so and again like I do not take any of this personally. Mm-hmm. I've been, th- I've been through, I've bitch, I've been through Zanga and Friendster. Yes, I could deal with anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you yes. can't come for me, bitch. I'm on YouTube. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> YouTube comments are bad. I've gotten, the, the YouTube comments aren't YouTube bad. YouTube comments actually. aren't bad. No, they are bad. Oh, I'm and the IG comments are worse to me. The worst. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Like once it's oh. like the IG comments start going viral, like it's actually once oh, an IG, God. it's actually the worst. Because IG's Anyways. IG's algorithm is not yeah. nearly as good, so it winds up in the. It's al- not good at yeah, all. So it, yeah. it winds up in the for you page or the feed of people that it's not intended for. It's not for. Yeah. yeah. So it's very like, and it's older. 
it's older people that are just it as is. addicted to yeah. the internet. So their etiquette it's like is crazy. Boomers finally going like, we're on Instagram. Yeah. Get this, get this, <laughs> chi- like, get this ching chong. Get this, it's really, it's like, get this ching chong <laughs> with racist views off my page. And it's just like, well, I don't know if I just going to do that. If you comment, uh, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. going to include you, ma'am. I'm sorry, Sandra. Like, sorry, Brenda. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Doris Doris you made a mistake by commenting that you hate this um, yeah but yeah I know, that's yeah. why I always say I thank you for your comment because you are helping Diago absolutely so I absolutely yes this is exciting and that's the bottom that's so funny I okay so my I know, I know. my top and bottom is um, my top I will start with the top okay. was my birthday my top was my birthday Happy I the whole birthday. I mean, yes. it was fine. It was, it was whatever. It's I, I, I um, am older, and I, I, I did a show on the eve of my birthday on September seventh, and then I actually deigned to go out with comics and hung out, and it was very fun. Oh. I don't typically do that. I you know go home, and um, yeah. this is the, so it's a top and bottom for me as well. So I the top was like this and hanging out and then on my birthday uh, my husband took me out to a fancy dinner which he planned entirely by the way. He arranged <gasps> for no everything. Way. He like got childcare. No he picked the thing. Like it was very nice. And it wasn't bad. It was like good. After 13 years finally did he it. He planned everything himself. Lucky number 13, bitch. Look Joe, at you. Joe, we did it. And so Joe <laughs> stupid. Joe, Joe, we did it. And I was just like Joe, we did it, and so I. And the planning was good. It was up to your it, it was, standards. It was, you know what, honey, he did it. I, the, the, the greatest That's the gift. It's pass fail. That's it's not gift. even. It's it's a pass fail. Honestly, because the greatest <laughs> gift of all is you doing something. <laughs> Anything. So it was. This yeah. is a pass fail class. He showed up. This is. It's enough. I, I'm not. I'm not giving yeah. any more points. You know. It's a binary yeah. condition. He's got a learning disability. We're glad he Absolutely. showed up. Absolutely. Surely this is the only thing inside of current uh, in current culture that is binary. Yeah. Pass fail. <laughs> and so I <laughs> was happy for that. The birthday was good. And then I went to King Spa for the first time since pandemic. Let me just say that's crazy to me. I can't believe you have not been back. I know. It's crazy. Because How have I you also, been surviving? I don't know. I'm in so filthy. I'm filthy. Yeah. I'm covered in dead skin. I'm not. I, I, Peter, I can't even tell you. I feel like a new person. Look how shiny I am. Uh, you're glowing. I'm glowing. And I haven't really yeah. even, I haven't washed my face today. I'm still glowing from yesterday. Can you imagine? Holy shit. What treatments did you get? Did you, you got the I just temidi? got scrub. I just, temidi, that's it. Oh, okay, okay. And so okay. that's enough. And, you know, they wash your hair and everything. It's like really wonderful. Yeah. So. Oh. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But let me say this, Peter: no Korean families there. It was Sunday what? after. I'm telling you, Sunday afternoon. So I arrived at ten, and I w- I only got there early because I w- knew the church crowd was going to get there after right. noon. Yeah. I I was like, it was. I got out of the Demiri at like twelve twenty, and I was like ready to leave, and I just looked around, and it was empty. Went out into the um, regular like Jim Jibang like area, right? The co-ed area. No Korean people. Only like um, Korean American people like us that are like clearly not going to church anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, white people on like a vacation or whatever, you know, like uh, explore to, uh, a field trip to a, a different yeah, culture. Yeah. They saw it on TripAdvisor. Exactly. They're like, whatever. This seems yeah. interesting. And then like, you know, like other like Chinese, Vietnamese, like kind of other ethnicities, but they're all in like little pockets. No Korean okay. families. No Korean families. No iPads. And then I, I was like freaking out. By the way, I went to the food court being, it was being run by two white guys. What? A Jeffrey. A Jeffrey was at the cash register. I'm talking about a white a man. Jeffrey. A Jeffrey with red hair. <gasps> A ginger Jeff. A ginger Jeff is at, at the at the fucking food court. And I just, I almost ordered, first of all, I like a heundipap and I like um, a sundubu, uh, like that's what I, that's what I like to get at this food court. Not even available. What? What's happening? There is sundubu, but like, I just didn't, I, the way, I, who am I, why am I buying it from this person? Who is in the kitchen? If this is no, the who's person, in charge I think here? I, who's in charge here? So I like no, didn't no. order anything and I just like glared at them instead and charged my phone. 
And then I went, <laughs> I went back, and as I'm leaving, I realize Peter. I look around and I look at all the signs. You know, at, at Kingspot, there's always like four new signs with four new rules, and they're always yeah, yeah. updating. Um, I realize why they've outlawed children under the age of eight from the Kingspot. What? <laughs> why? I couldn't ask. I was leaving. For why? I don't know. I don't know. So that was, but still very excited. I will go. I will be returning. Love a child free. I love a child child free environment, but that seems crazy for a Korean spa. This is what I'm saying. Like maybe Koreans aren't going to Korean spas anymore. Families because it's become too like non-Korean. Or I mean, just maybe in the Midwest, it was already going to be like yeah, maybe in the Korean in the Midwest or whatever. King's King Spa was was very Korean family friendly. Absolutely. That's until maybe after pandemic. Maybe after pandemic, because I mean, Korean people were very careful. So whatever. Yeah. So now that's oh, that. Fuck. Birthday. So I hung out with comics. This is the top and bottom part. Okay. So the top was I hung out. It was very fun. Really ripping it up. Lighting up. And I had two to three tequila sodas. Having a good time. Oof. Where and, were you? Uh, at the lodge. We hung out at the lodge. And really okay. getting lit up and, you know, uh, hanging out. And at uh, one point, one of the comics is just like, uh, what do you want for your birthday? And I say, laughing jokingly the respect of my peers and uh-huh. the guy next to me another comic who i do respect looks at me and goes but you do and i, uh-huh. I started laughing and i'm like what <laughs> shut up okay whatever and he keeps looking at me being like yeah like he's trying to figure out if i'm Joking kidding. or not? Yeah, joking or not. And I'm like, no, of course they like, who respects yeah. me? And like he's like, people respect you. And I'm like, no, they don't. And I laugh it off and I leave or whatever, you know, I like get out of that situation, which was very uncomfortable. And then I realize the next morning, I think oh. about it again, and Peter, I wept. What? I, I was overwhelmed by that feeling, so much so that I wept. By the fact that he respected you? That that he said that I have the respect of my peers and like just thinking that I did truly break down and I did cry. That's a bottom. That's a bottom. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) To be so overwhelmed post like not even in the moment. I couldn't even be in the moment then. No, 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 no. Only upon reflection and then realizing the next day, the next day that realizing he was being sincere. I was like, oh, God. Like, and to because you were so filled. Yes, that's because you're so fulfilled. That's embarrassing. Yes, that's embarrassing. Uh, Anyways, that's a that's a top and bottom for me. I mean, I yeah, that that is pretty embarrassing (laughs) to cry. The day after, at least you were alone and not in front of other people. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to be vulnerable. That's insane. But well, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's emotional terrorism. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but like, there are all these moments that have kind of been coming up, and I, again, I don't know what is happening to me. I, like, I think it's postpartum stuff where like, I, I oh. must be feeling like there must be my estrogen must be like. You know, going um, up or low. something like that because I am, oh. or low, or something is happening with my hormones where something, I am. Right. Yes, like I'm being vulnerable. I'm like letting myself be awash in some sort of sensations and feelings, and mm. yeah, like I'm truly like it is. Um, this I'm is going to be terrible for your family. That's what I'm saying. I'm becoming. <laughs> I'm having new connections and developing a more <laughs> rich internal emotional life where I'm like this is dangerous. Um, oh, I, ew. <laughs> You don't want me to color with all the w- colors of my uh, wind, okay? Yeah, <laughs> you might end up getting productive. Yeah. And we, don't, we don't need that. A healthy sense of self? No, not for Unjikim. Maybe in the next life. <laughs> next time, next we'll time. We'll try to stave it off as much as possible. Thank you. That's, and that is yeah. what I'm going to try to do. Wait a second, Peter. I, there's someone at the what? door, okay? Wait, there's someone. Someone. Wait a second. I got to go at the door. Oh, my okay. gosh. It's, it's trauma. It's trauma llama. Ding dong, <laughs> trauma llama ding dong. I was thinking about how like trauma llama ding dong is so apropos because like the the fact that like getting triggered is like an unexpected visitor. <laughs> you know, it's like it comes to your door like ding dong. They don't even they don't even ring the doorbell. They just knock it down like the Kool Aid Man. They're like, yes, I'm here. <laughs> 
It's like every time your mom enters your room in high school and you're always like mid doing something shady. Like I was always yeah. catfishing people or like, you know, when you were about to jerk off, like, you know, like it's always yeah. just like, what? Yes. what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's that <laughs> all over again. Like it's always just a like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Get out. Naga. Bye, naga. I'm like ashamed of my like you, you, you. I mean, that's the thing about like high school and like in living in the place that you live in. Like you get, you can hear every floorboard along the ha- oh, yeah. hallway towards your room. Yeah, you know exactly how the because you you know how to sneak out. Exactly, you can hear every. I knew exactly floorboard. which part to step on so that it would be the least creaky to. to and it's just out. like that's really what prepares you. Like when you hear my, when uh-huh. I could hear my mom, like I could I rem- I still remember the sound of that floorboard specifically, and then mm. the way that the the creak before the turn. Ugh, that's just Love like absolutely, oh. absolutely. Um, my trauma this week is uh. It's actually a carryover. So I, when I first went to school in kindergarten, it's the first time I ever like had to speak English outside of the home and I didn't know any English. Mm -hmm. So, and every single immigrant person that comes over at, at this age, like has a story like this, but I remember it, this is the memory that, um, I came online to remember you came online when you were naked on that fridge. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. came online, <laughs> not the fridge, the, wa- <laughs> the washing machine. Yeah, washer dryer. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put me on top of a fridge. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but like the moment that I came on line is like, I still will never forget the warmth of urine going down my pants like that's when i came online like feeling the warmth of urine going down my um stockings and like if you've like it's truly something that i'll never forget the sensation i'll never forget and white stockings white white stockings of course and like and like just like trying to communicate to this lady that i need to go to the bathroom but i didn't know the english word for it oh no so i just start peeing and that's the that is my first memory is me looking up at this woman trying to say like white woman white no no black lady miss jackson black lady uh-huh. Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm for real peeing <laughs> on myself. But The younger people won't understand any of these Absolutely. references. This is for millennials and above. <laughs> I'm sorry to the Gen Z people. But like yeah. I... Truly, this, that's the moment I came online where so I'm looking up at her, feeling shame, hot shame in my face, hot <sighs> pee on my leg. And, and like just like if you've ever um, peed at school, like they make they put it in a plastic bag and just like the the, the cold after you like the, the immediate cold after having the warmth of the urine and then you have to take uh-huh. off those stockings and they put it in a thing. I just never forget yeah. having to wear someone else's underwear and like just like an extra pair. Who's that underwear? Had. It's just Wait, extra, who's underwear? This is like kindergarten. Of course they have extra underwear. This is just like whatever. Like, you know, oh. washed underwear that they have as oh. extras. Everyone's peeing. I but like... Oh, uh, yeah. I guess so. That's smart. Yeah. yeah so... Just that shame, the heat of the face, the heat of going down my legs. Like that is the moment I came online. And now when I think about how often I have peed myself since and how often <laughs> I am going pee, I go pee all the time. It's like this, you like pee a lot. I pee a lot. And so like, yeah. I just, I've always been like that. So just like I've, I have felt that I've peed in a cab before and I've peed, I'm peeing myself a lot. And so even moving forward inside of like adulthood it's just like this thing that is it's like this is so why i'm like this like this feeling it's not why i'm like this but it makes sense that i continue to keep this um these twin emotions connected that i feel i felt extreme shame and comfort and extreme relief yes Uh, at the same time at the same time oh yeah that does yeah that does feed into why you love it tracks yeah it does like i feel like like such relief and such shame and it's like together and i've Uh continued that on and it's just like one of those things where i've realized that 
and I've wanted to ask people in the audience, like I've been asking people like what their first memory is and no one remembers. It's like usually it's like a trauma or it's like something. Yeah. It's very it's almost always a trauma. Is that okay, your first memory? Yeah, it's That's never like, online. oh, my grandfather bought me my favorite ice cream. <laughs> like, <laughs> your brain is dead then. You're just a fucking tadpole until something bad happens and you're like, I have a point of view. <laughs> um, wow, okay. Um, I hope you heal from that trauma. Thank you. Um, we need to ask someone like a professional like what we should say to each other after we experience expunge this with each other and oh, i yeah, wonder what the audience like what do you guys think when you hear these stories are you like yeah me too or are you like oh this girl's just really had it rough <laughs> like either way <laughs> we're connecting <laughs> um all right so my trauma llama ding dong is kind of related to my bottom today because we were talking about the mean gaze mm -hmm. and that like not just the tiktok phenomenon but the archetype yes I would say that is present throughout media, uh, especially white gay representation tends to be very this. I mean, thing. there's a reason why it's, those mean gays oftentimes link up with the mean girl at school. Like, they, they yes, they they are. That's they mean. are inexorably that's, tied. They are each other. They are each other. Yeah. Yes. And the mean gay worships the mean girl because she's his passport around the school absolutely like yes she understands he understands that the mean girl the regina george mm -hmm. is going to get you into the clicks the power the status that you alone can never could never your homosexual body and face and voice can never exist in these zones and yeah. this goes back to my trauma which is the first time I was uh, talking about coming online. This wasn't the first time I was accused of gay voice, but it is the, <laughs> it was the accused first time. Of gay voice. <laughs> you. <laughs> you. Like, Your voice is gay. Like you got a gay the, voice. Like what is it in the, like uh, Hester Prynne? Like you, Hester, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm wearing a big G on yeah. my a, a big red G on my chest. Um <laughs> You, your ass wants to be penetrated by another <laughs> penis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Same sex ritualization. You're into it. Um so this was the first time that uh, no, this was not the first time I was put on trial for gay voice, but it was the first time that I was, again, like you came online mm -hmm. to being a mean gay or being a shady bitch or yeah. cunty yes. or, you know, um, throwing shade, et cetera. All the things that surround being quick, acerbic, um, mean, but disguising it as wit yeah and and then like understanding that that's going to like give you the license to say or react in this way so i'll give you what actually I mean, it's, it's power it's power in a social situation especially when you're a teen because you guys don't if have you're funny yeah. yeah you're that's it and that yeah. this was the first time i was 14 and i was like oh i have the power to make people laugh and feel and bad forget and and <laughs> I don't know about the feel bad part. I didn't think of that. Maybe you did, but <laughs> I I thought like, oh, I I have this gift of mm -hmm. like quick associations and quick fire sure. to like you know shift and also looking at tension. That has a lot to do with a, being abused or being gay or like being hyper vigilant of your surroundings. That's part of that trauma mm -hmm. um so what happened was my three girlfriends were over um alice christine and i think jen and who two of them you met mm -hmm. and this is when i had i was living with my dad for a second also very traumatizing time yes and we had gotten this dog muppy who we did not take care of like i did not know how to, i was 14 i did not know how to take care of a dog my brother was seven 
my dad was like, ugh, figure it out. And we were like, what? So the dog was like chained up at home all day while I went to high school. And it was just like really bad, right? Okay. Um, so I would run home and let this dog out and play with it because like she was just in her fucking cage all day. So they all come over and this is the first time the girls are meeting my dog. And okay. Alice goes, oh my God, hi puppy. And she like plays with it and she, she smells it and goes, oh, oh, why does she stink? And I remember feeling so offended and so ashamed that I had a stinky dog. <laughs> you know, this was like, not just about me, but my family situation. Sure. The the shame of my parents divorcing and my dad taking care of us and us living in squalor and like just that amount of shame just struck me. Right, because you don't have a stinky dog. You have a stinky family. You have a stinky situation. It's like- it's stinky personality. It's stinky person- no one's going to yeah. love you. Yeah, absolutely. Your You're stinky. Reason, You're stinky. You're stinky. stinky. Yeah. So I internalized that. And instead of like breaking down and crying- I fired back with, okay, well, she's a dog. She ain't no fucking Estee Lauder. And then. <laughs> Estee Lauder and, is the most fabulous. So, like. I know. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I could have said anything. A 14 year old gay boy said, so she's a puppy. She ain't no Estee Lauder. And everybody was starting, everybody started cracking up and Alice was dying. Yeah. And she was like, what? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. who says that? Like, what are you talking about? And then afterwards, I remember them laughing and like, I thought at first I was like, oh, they're laughing because I, that was a funny retort. And then I was like, oh, wait, they're laughing because that was gay as hell. <laughs> And then I started getting super worried. Wow. And after that, at 14 in yeah. school, I would try to pitch my voice down. And you and never mentioned Essay Louder again. Ever again. One time, my friend Joe was like, Oh, is this L'Oreal or Essay Louder? I was like, I don't know those words. <laughs> I don't know what are those. Are, is that a toilet brush? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. And I would like, in, like vehemently, I was like Peter to Jesus when yeah. they were like asking him if he knew him during the crucifixion and he denied him three times. And that's how I felt. I was denying, denying, denying everything. I would go to school oh and I'd be like, hey guys, what's up? Peter, you Peter play to some Jesus. Ultimate Frisbee? <sighs> Peter to Jesus is to Peter to essay louder. You didn't know her. You didn't know her. You denied her three times. I said, I don't know her. <laughs> Thrice before the cock crew. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that is the most luxury brand of like, I remember when my mom would bring home an essay louder versus like all the other like a Clinique because it was always Revlon a free Revlon. Or, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The drugstore ones. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And so then after that, like that was the moment that you thought you were found out. Yes. So I made extra effort to be like straight and mask as hell. And for you, that meant school. ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> yes the jockiest thing i mean we went to a math and science high school we sure. didn't have a football field you know what i mean we had we had to borrow like a college's track like we were a fucking nerd at school okay so ultimate frisbee was the jockiest it got it was either that or volleyball oh yeah volleyball clearly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh oh, okay well that wraps up our trauma llama ding dong and uh right now it's that time for our final segment of the week in which we introduce something we absolutely obsessed with sit back and bitch get into it all right today um i'm gonna talk about something that really has saved my life multiple times and which is especially if if you're in la Mm -hmm. and you're like either partying or you're staying out and you're really craving korean food Mm. um la all the bars close at two um, and like Korean food, like uh, most things like just kind of close early, like 9, 10 p.m. You know, it's not like Chicago or New York where it's like things stay up late, especially sure. K-Town. Because like these Korean aunties want to go home. Yeah, yeah. But there's one place in K-Town called Hodori, 
mm. which is the ca- name of the character of the tiger in the Pipe 88 Olympics. Yes. That's the name of the tiger. Yeah. Um, anyway, Hodori in K-Town, it is a 24-hour spot. It's 24 by hours? Co- 24 hours. It's a, you know what a Kiza Shikdang is? No. It's like in Korea and like New York and New Jersey and all these places, they have something called Kiza Shikdang. Kiza means driver and Shikdang is restaurant. And it's for drivers, like taxi drivers, oh, to come in and eat. Yes. And they get, and it's like pop and panchan and cook for yeah, yeah, like of course. six bucks or something. Yeah, that's, so that's what all Devon is in Chicago. The, all those are cabbie places uh, on Devon, like Indian and there Pakistani places. Yeah. Stay open late and they like. They have like prayer rooms in the back because yes. like a lot of, yeah. And cool. it's for that purpose of yes. to serve that working class community. Mm-hmm. And that's where they have to go eat because nothing else is fucking open, right? Absolutely. So so this is kind of like that place where it's like, this is where you go. This is the final frontier. In wow. K-Town. Like it's 24 hours, but the food is fucking good. Of course. You would think like 24 hour place is like janky. No, it's no, no. so good. Yeah, yeah. And they're pumping out food and it's like really like staple items, you know, like a tenjang chige kukbap or yeah. like a um, kimchi tejigogi tubu, yeah. you know, like big plates of things you share and it's like basic panchan, but like the ajumas are so cool and they love it when you speak Korean to them. Mm-hmm. They're like that type who like yeah. gives you extra panchan because yeah, yeah. you're Korean and yeah, you, yeah. you speak in Korean. So it's one of those places. So if you're stranded and you're starving in Korea, uh, in LA, go check out Hodori, H-O-D-O-R-I, 24-hour Korean place. Google it. It's in K-Town. Bitch, get into it. <laughs> Bitch, get into it. Oh, I love those kind of places. I, like the same thing with the places on Devon. Like uh-huh. all those places give you a more authentic. It's like what you're describing as Korean food you would have inside of a Korean home. Like an yeah, actual, exactly. like, you know, that's a level yeah. of home cooking. home cooking. And mm-hmm. that's like, that's what you're, if you are interested, especially in Chicago. I, there's no Korean place like that because there are probably no Korean drivers. That's there's not thing. enough to sustain yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, my uh, <clears throat> okay, so my bitch get into it is I, I started it off, but then I forgot I, I, I didn't tell the listeners. But Peter got me this very fancy uh, <gasps> notebook Ooh. for my birthday, <laughs> and it's like so it's so nice because I, I, I it literally is. I, Wait, I, I, I haven't to, seen it either, so show me. It's like because I saw it. I mean, obviously, when I saw it online. But, yeah, I mean, okay. it's like it's <gasps> thick, it's Ooh. textured, it's like leathery, it's like suede. And yeah. Ooh. okay, so the thing is, um, I would say most often that when you receive or you, when you buy yourself something really nice, you are compelled to like rise to the occasion, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like when you when you buy yourself something nice, like you're like that's uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be the kind of person that would wear this. That you are gonna be the that kind would of person slip into this. Absolutely, person. yes. And Peter's giving me a tremendous gift by giving me a notebook that I'm trying to rise to the occasion <laughs> to give. <laughs> like that is like Do a. You something- have, you're afraid to write in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there must be some kind of trepidation of like, what do I write first? Yes. Can I write like a shopping list or like, do I have to write something really poignant or like, does it have to be like a perfect joke that like. I want to start off. I decided because I was thinking about it. I was really thinking yeah. about it. And so sure. I'm going to start doing manifestations. I'm going to do manifestations mm. for the first couple. Oh, of- that's a great way to start it off. Yes. Oh, that's really great. Smart. So that's that is like um at least with most of my other notebooks, that's how I start because of the same sort of trepidation you receive when you are inside of any blank page. When you're confronted with any blank page, oh you're. It is the it's the highest wall you could ever imagine, you know. So I'm going to start with the manifestations. That is like 100. percent I decided um, this morning when I was having difficulty getting into it, and so uh-huh. that that is one. And then two, I will say that as a bitch get into it, you know, uh, having good friends get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is really my thing for this week. Um, I've I, I I've been trying this out um you guys are all on my sort of <clears throat> crawl my, my my crawl towards mental well wellness you know my mental health journey mm-hmm. slash um you know uh disappointments and so i um yeah. <laughs> um i've been trying this out and uh it is very difficult but i would say 
I'm going to start it off and you're going to be like, bitch, that's regular. But I'm going to say setting boundaries. Now, when I say setting boundaries, I'm not going to just give it to you and be like, all right, then figure it out. I'm going to uh, tell you to um, really consider in your mind what your boundaries are. And then and this is the actual bitch get into it is formulate a sort of um, like a ready to go response. Like, oh. um, I res- like so I, if I, that boundary is crossed or yes, how yes. to or set communicate it. that boundary. communicate that boundary and sort of like write it out. I think both are needed, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so, like, have a draft in your mind, even if it's saved in the drafts of your phone. Like, have something yeah. that you can copy and paste and like or a really, really nice suede notebook. <laughs> <laughs> Like have that ready to go because I feel yeah. like when you're not serious about it, you're like, oh, this is like a bad boundary. You feel uncomfortable. And then you oftentimes in that moment when you're either setting the boundary or when it's been crossed, that is the worst time to try to craft that message because right, you're right. already in you're under sp- duress, under duress. And so you're either going to yes. overreact or not pay <laughs> attention to your inner voice and you're set- right. setting that not serve boundary. yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Doing it ahead of times when you're not in that state, that yeah. is truly um, the one of the best gifts I've kind of figured out. Like I've been um, sometimes my friends will send me stuff that sent like Peter, you've like I, I copy and paste a lot of like your emails that you've sent. I'm like, oh, this bitch really is setting boundaries and like setting like firm <laughs> goals and like <laughs> I love boundaries. You I love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love constructs. I love yes. yeah. I love boxes. <laughs> I like. I do. I, uh, yeah. I, here's a, okay. Here's a for the audience members. Let's set boundaries for each other. How about that? And mm. this would be an example that we can do. Okay. And then we could also give the example of if you cross, and I'll go first so that you okay. don't have to um, think of it on your toes, but on your heels. But um, is it heels or toes? On your toes. If you're on your heels, you're you're feeling trepidatious but anyway um my boundary and this has been my this is a boundary i set for every single one of my friends Mm. so you know whatever take that with what you will i my boundary in friendships particularly now talking to you ng my boundary with you is i cannot help you move okay that's something I won't do. I've done it too many times. I hate it. It's a stressful situation. I don't want I don't like watching people sweat or grunt. I don't want to do it. So if you need money for movers, mm-hmm. I will help you with money. I will help you either I'll give you the money myself if I can afford it. I will ask other people to help you. I will get a same day loan, a payday loan, something. But I will never ever help you move and wow. then now at now ask me now cross the boundary and be like hey can you help me move peter i know you don't typically help people move but like i really need these boxes like there, it's just it's actually just one garage to the other it's just it's just a small mm. yeah um for our friendship that's gonna be a hard no <laughs> <laughs> but that's for us Okay, um, my, <laughs> I don't have any. I actually don't have any boundaries with friendships, and it is a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. I need you to set one right now. I, Even uh, if it's like, don't call me on the weekends or whatever. I don't know. Oh, whatever. yes. Like, so my, my boundary actually is that. Uh, there is a specific family what? time, like between 4.30 and basically like 7 o'clock. I'm almost mm-hmm. unavailable because I'm... Ah, okay there you go I'm that's family. a great boundary i'm family okay. because just like i gotta make dinner i am um my son is arriving from school like and i don't yeah i don't um i've i've lost some of that boundary sometimes when i'm really busy and i see the effect because mm-hmm. either my son or husband then become less engaged with me and that's like the few mm-hmm. hours we are together when we're everyone's awake so hey unji um I oh, I got this last minute gig. It's a corporate gig. It's paying ten thousand dollars. I'll give you I don't know five thousand. I'll split it with you. Can you just come open for me? Do ten minutes. It's at six o'clock. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> you had me a corporate gig. <laughs> you you had me at anything over a thousand dollars. You said my boundary is soluble, bitch. My- <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. That's that's. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know. There's there's always a price for Unji Kim. <laughs> <laughs> all right folks well that's our show we're gonna wrap it up right here thanks for listening check out the patreon help us by reviewing us share it with friends um and yeah thanks for checking it out we have a lot of uh cool patreon stuff that's going to be uploaded in the next couple of weeks months so um i'm really excited for that so um yeah i hope you enjoy and we'll talk to you next time bye, bye.